what official title would you like me to use? God, this is my favorite part. <laughs> no, <laughs> All Star Champ. What do you introduce yourself as? Um, fuckface. Yeah, usually. Dipshit. Hector uh-huh. Navarro, Piece official fuckface. I like to say <laughs> Cat Daddy. I like to say Little Britch, Hector Navarro. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just little a little Britch. Little Britch. What was the other nickname he had for Mowgli? Little Britches. And I don't remember. Oh, that was a really funny one. Oh, I call uh, Hector Papa Bear from now on. You, you four flusher. Oh, you four flusher. <laughs> what the fuck is that? If that just means like someone is so full of shit. I don't know. They're a four flusher? Four times. I love that. I, I hope you, that's what that is. I bet you. Because that makes in, sense. In the 60s, it was flusher. way more innocuous than that. I'm sure it was harmless. It was a harmless insult that was in the Disney movie. Mm. Um, you think that Walt Disney and company put a shit joke in a Jungle Book? <laughs> yeah. You're off your rocker, They buddy. killed a lot of parents. I think they'd be okay with a shit, a shit joke. <laughs> you would think. Yeah. But no, no, no. <laughs> They're fine with dead parents. They just don't want those parents having sex. True. Or pooping, apparently. Or pooping. No poop. No poop. Yeah. Um, we should look well, at the number of poop jokes in Disney movies. How many are we there? We should. We should. Oh, you know what? That's the crass, that's how the crass does Disney go? I bet you. They do fart jokes, right? They film. Yes. I bet you at some point after the 2000s, there was an increase in all animated films, especially non-Disney, of fart jokes. Oh, that has become the that's standard. What, that's what Minions is. Minions is one long fart joke. I know. That's it's all it is. The worst. It's um, the worst. Oh, Hector's coming out strong with his Minions opinion. We've come this far without Straight you up. saying how you feel about the Minions. I hate the Minions. Official <laughs> stance of the 500 Greatest Films podcast. Illumination Entertainment has not made a good animated film yet. Mm-hmm. They're well animated. They're beautiful to look at. The voice acting is good, but the stories are, um, you know, not great. Crap. Yeah. Okay. Are you big into animated films? I wouldn't say I'm huge, but okay. I'm a fan. Okay. I don't know. You chose I, to watch The Jungle Book with because us. Because yeah. this is just a delight. It That's really why. Is. But let's, okay. So how do I want to be introduced? Uh, Sasha Pearl Raver, writer. Yes. And Actor. No. Host. No? No. Okay. Writer. I sold my first script this year, <gasps> you guys. Oh, wow. I did. I did. Congratulations. I sold a script in a video war this year. Oh, my God. I did. And shockingly, it's actually. I want one. It's a horror movie, and I don't do horror. Wow. It's a horror comedy. That's well, amazing. What I was going to say was, I'll just do the intro right now. Oh, sweet. Uh, because I'm just going to do it. But what I was going to say was. What were you going to say? Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films <laughs> Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. You didn't sound like that. Sound, it sounded yeah. fake. <laughs> it's real. Am and, I a real good friend? Yeah, of okay. course you are. All right, just making sure. You are the Baloo to my Bagheera. Uh, we're not that contentious, are we? <laughs> but at the end, they were buds. True. But when we first met, we were like, how are we going to take we care were, of this Indian kid? We were buttonheads. <laughs> we yeah. were really trying uh-huh, to figure it out. Uh-huh. How are we going to take care of this Indian kid? It was kid? a real odd I, couple situation. I had a way. You had a way. And then I was like, I'm out of here. And I would just uh-huh. leave that Indian just, kid for like, days. I got to dance. And then he got kidnapped by monkeys. Mm-hmm. You got you know. mad at me that time. Yeah. I got Who real said? mad. When, you got when that Indian kid got kidnapped by monkeys. Mm-hmm. So then I was going to say, our guest tonight... <laughs> You know her from the internet and places like Screen Junkies News, Collider. She's the host of FX Movie Download, actor, writer. There you go. Host, <laughs> uh, uh, film critic, movie reviewer, extraordinaire, Sasha Pearl Raver is Wait, our guest tonight. But who am I? If you guys are Baloo and Bagheera, who am I? Am I one of the vultures? No. Can, no. I, be, can no. I be King Louie? 
You want to be a King Louis? Do you want to be King Louis or do you want to be Clint Howard Elephant? <laughs> I want to be Clint Howard. I want to okay, be Marty right. Jr. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. He was okay, the best. Good. There he we was go. Best. In a millinery style. <laughs> I can't believe you're <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, thank Clint you so Howard. much for being our guest tonight. Are, are you kidding me? I mean, from thank the moment you. I've arrived, this has been stunning stellar there were there were donuts waiting for me and halloween candy we got to watch an amazing movie Mm -hmm. and this is just and you let me cuddle with your kittens absolutely we ask people to commit a chunk of time so we have to really sell it it's it's our pleasure and i am so excited that because i have been a fan of yours for such a long time and i hold your movie opinions in such high esteem and i love talking movies with you and hearing your opinions on movies but i was so happy that i must have asked you last year i must have asked you months ago yeah. right it months was a while ago, ago and sent you a list and you picked the jungle book but i was just excited to get you on this podcast because you got to pour over this list a little bit yes you were pretty like like i don't know what's the word i'm thinking of like um befuddled like you were pretty like i mean there's definitely some head scratchers in that bad boy and <laughs> you're, also you're literally scratching your head right now <laughs> <laughs> well because the, what are you gonna do i mean right now i'm staring at uh the iconic michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. uh in thank you for pronouncing it correctly thank you as catwoman there's definitely some iconic films on this yeah, list but there's movies. also some movies where you're like how the yep, hell yep, did this get yep. on here especially at this rank yep i mean we started this night off with in the company of men which <laughs> Fans of this podcast know is a flaming turd. A flaming turd. They lit yes. it on fire. They really did. They didn't have to a- light it on a- fire. Apologies once again. They had to- a turd and then they just lit it on fire. <laughs> to our Turds friend- are perfectly fine exactly. as they are. Exactly. Leave them the way they are. <laughs> don't have to. It could be a four flusher, but don't light it on fire. <laughs> I feel like that should be the subtitle of this episode. The Jungle Ooh. Book. Colon. Four Flusher. <laughs> Apologies once again to our friend Maud Garrett, who was our Colin, guest on that episode. Poor Maud. Oh, and we yeah. had her back uh, the next year. She to, got to um, pick a movie that she, she liked. Picked, then we watched Atonement, which we had a great time oh, watching that film. And isn't that right? He went from In the Company of Men to Atoning <laughs> with Atonement. <laughs> we did Atonement. Yeah. She needs did. to see a fun movie with us next I know. time. It but, was the Young Kipper palate the, cleanser. We did the Atonement episode entirely in British accents, <laughs> though. So. Oh, fantastic. Well, this one will all be done with scat and scatology. Oh, yeah. Yeah, skid off. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, so, uh, but I'm I'm just excited, Sasha, that you're here because we get to talk about movies in general. And like Keller was saying earlier, so I'll just kind of give you the brief rundown. We got two traditions on the show. The first one, Keller's going to tell us what movie we're talking about tonight, and he's going to read the little blurb from Empire Magazine from 2008 in a stuffy British guy voice because it's a stuffy British magazine. Yeah. And then and then afterwards, after we talk about the movie, we will then, by the end of this uh, episode, ask you for your pick of any movie in the world that you believe deserves to exist on a list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. So here's been our guest list, and here has been the movies that they have picked themselves. It's so much better than yes. the list oh, that we're man. working I off see, of. Yes. I see a, a, a suggestion right there that's really fantastic. Which one? Which one? Attack the Block is just Attack one of those movies that makes me so incredibly happy and just does not get enough recognition. Paris yeah. is Burning, absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Blue Velvet, that'll... Oh, can we curse? Yes. That one will fuck you up for life. Absolutely. Whoa. But in the right way, in <laughs> yeah. the good way. So so it's been so fun for Keller and I for now almost two years to have a guest each week, have a friend of ours come over, and m- even more so than talking about the movie that we talk about, like to just really dive in a little bit into what they would pick. Yeah. And the list that we're formulating is infinitely more interesting. Paddington 2. It's a classic. 
can't, Paddington, can't beat it. I mean, we're talking about animation. So yeah. would you put Paddington in the category of animation? Because it's a singular animated character mm. in an otherwise live action movie. This is a point of contention for me. I'm really, Hector I'm really way is, too. We can get into it I'm right not, now because it's the Jungle Book. We, we might as well. We can. Uh, so here's, it's funny because I would say no. It's a live action movie as sort of my overall classification with animated elements. I would say that John Favreau's The Jungle Book is the same thing, and I would even argue that John Favreau's The Lion King is the same thing, and people disagree. People, Ooh. people, I think very sometimes in a little bit of a snobby way, and a bit of a no, this is a kind of a clever take. When it's like obviously they go, no, that movie's fully animated. I'm like, yes, I know, but what they're attempting is, is that photorealism. Photo right. Do you know what I mean? So the process is it's tricky because this is how I think about it. And I know that not everybody thinks about it this way, but if a, a process is used that is animation to add something to a movie, to me that doesn't classify it as an animated film per se. Well, that's damn near every movie that's happening. Because at that point, right the now. Two Towers I mean, is an animated movie. Correct. Anything Avengers that has a Endgame. lot of yeah, yeah CGI. Thanos, you know, the Planet of the Apes movies, Avatar, all those things. And I know that I think it just comes from like I love animated movies so much that I get a little annoyed or I, I feel like I need to kind of go to bat for animators um, when there is an, a film that comes out and it's Andy Serkis and Planet of the Apes and people love it and they're like, that's an awesome movie and nobody will ever call it an animated film. Some people might say it's a live action animated hybrid, but that's you're just talking about the nitty gritty of the process of how the movie was made. Right. But and the I last want to, two are almost entirely CG. So much and motion capture and all that stuff. It's all blending, but like... I, my attempt is I'm trying to give credit to the people that made that element of the film and, and again, what they were trying to achieve. If you watch a movie like Deadpool, there'll be like CG cars in a, in a car chase. Totally. Nobody thinks of those elements as being animated, even though they are. Right. And, and it's because the animators themselves did a good job. Visual effects artists do a good job to trick you and to be like, oh, you had no idea that background was fake. Right. Or that little, you know, the T-shirt was changed or whatever, whatever. So I, that's my sort of frame of way of thinking. I know that with the Jungle Book, John Favreau's, there's one live action element, the kid. Right. So with one live action element, let's say 5% to a 95% animated CG film, it still sways live action. People will still think of it as like, that's a, that's a movie that's supposed to be the real jungle, that's supposed to be our world because of one live action element. So I get annoyed with that imbalance where I'm like, well, that's not fair that any live action thing has so much clout. Mm. And as soon as it's like, okay, now if it, we're going from 95% to 100%, with the Lion King, people go, well, now that's fully animated. And I'm like, is it just because there's not a human? And then, that, well, yeah, you know, there is the Jeep Wrangler that goes through with yeah. full of people. <laughs> well, <laughs> but also, that's motion capture, too. So exactly. I feel like once, you, once you're into motion capture, it's like a different thing. I think mm -hmm. because Paddington specifically yeah. is based on a children's book. True. and that, So that's yeah. where I think it sort and, of gets And the director was going for like a living cartoon yeah. almost. Correct. Correct. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of uh, gray area, obviously. Everything is blendy. Because yeah. I make you know? the argument that uh, Wes Anderson hasn't made a movie that isn't animated since Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I love that movie so much. Me too. Me too. Me too. But Me every too. movie after that has elements that are feels like an animated movie yeah. and it or even feels, it just feels like it is because it's uh, to me when people say animated movie, my brain categorizes that as like a fully artificial world. The whole thing. Mm -hmm. is a fully artificial world, whether it's hand-drawn animation, CG animation like Pixar, you know, stop-motion animation like Laika or Nightmare Before Christmas. Like all of those things 
are presented as like, no, this whole world is fabricated. The whole world is fake. Right. We've designed every element of the world, and we're not trying to say this is taking place in your backyard or in your country that you live in or on your planet or whatever, whatever. But Or even if it is, it's like a fantastical version of it. Correct. It's it's very exaggerated and you know but yeah, I don't know. It's it's I would I still would love to talk to an animator who worked on Lion King mm-hmm. because I know that when like Favreau was doing press for Jungle Book, he got asked that question and he kind of said like, well, it's kind of both really, you know, and at the end and of the that's day, that's like a fair statement. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that movie is still sort of classified in the same group as like Maleficent and, and Cinderella and Alice in Wonderland and all of the live action Disney remakes, remakes and yeah. Aladdin, yeah. right? It's in that category. And so is the Lion King. But I know that a lot of people, especially internet movie people, when Lion King was coming out to just jump on, oh, did you guys know that that's fully animated? And it's kind of like, yeah, no shit. Of course, <laughs> there's not real lions. But also like elements of Tron are animated. They didn't actually go into the grid. James Cameron says he shot what? Avatar in native 3D. It's like you didn't go to Pandora, dude. Right. There's CG elements in there. Like yeah. you didn't actually capture everything in a camera. You guys are fabricating he things. Built he, he built, he built that world. Mm-hmm. He did it. There's it's no gravity real. there. It's under our world. So yeah, I would love to talk to and if and if I ever like meet an animator and maybe it'll be different between different people who worked on that movie, Lion King, where some will go, who cares? And others will go, no, that we wanted to try to make photorealistic live action lions, but just singing and dancing. That's what we were shooting for. And maybe other people go, no, we want it to be known as an animated film because we want it, we want people to know animation is not just Disney, Pixar, cartoon characters. Like it could, it's it's everything. It could be so many different things in the genre. I bet you weren't expecting this much of an I answer. Love that they answer. need to do a fully <laughs> no, animated uh, newsies and really fuck with the conversation. Oh, I love that so much. Well, I don't know. I I <laughs> Which know is somebody. Also on the list. Oh, that's newsies deserves to be on the it's list. On the I list. am a no, fan of not. newsies. Kimmy added it to the list. Oh, on our list. Yeah, oh, the, it's the, a good damn list. Good the, the good list. The good list. Um, yeah. The one that matters. Yeah. Duh. Uh, I know somebody who makes their living exclusively retouching these two very famous actresses. Mm. And like in every single movie that they are in, wow. they this person makes sure that they look beautiful in every shot and yeah. that there's no dimples or wrinkles or whatever. Mm-hmm. So technically, I have, I have one of those people. animation. Couldn't you call that animation? Yeah, because they're following yeah. it frame by frame. Yeah. That is that is a process of animation in yep. a lot of ways, uh, which I think no I, one's actually seen Julia Roberts for yeah. thirty years. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Mystic Pizza was the end. <laughs> that was the last one. You know, I need I need to look up the actual definition of animation because I think Aaron it's Brockovich, just fake. It's just like it, I think it might just mean frame by frame bringing to life, and there's so many different definitions and and you know classic disney uh animators said that it is the illusion of life is mm. what animation is oh that's cool the illusion of but life. also disney animation isn't throwing yeah. their logo on the front of it yeah on the front of what julie roberts <laughs> no on the front of uh, the jungle book or <laughs> well, now the lion of the king merger, they might mm. you don't know that's yeah, true with the merger that's true they i hope so now? i don't know they might that's, yeah um, what don't yeah, they? Yeah, there's there's a bunch of it and it's and i think it's true with a lot of stuff that com- that is in movies and tv like People feel people feel like they know more about the processes today than ever because of the internet. But there's still a lot of elements of the entertainment industry that regular people might not know about. And so it's it's sometimes it can be frustrating when when a sort of like hot take opinion sort of grab everybody sort of grabs it. You know what I mean? And then and then without like a I don't know trying to figure it out. But but that's just me. And I got a good buddy who's like, no, Lion King should be animation. That is an animated film. And I'm like. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
This is also why we need to go back to hand drawing things. Oh, because if man. things were hand drawn or if things were in claymation mm-hmm. or stop motion, then it mm-hmm. becomes much clearer. Like this is animation sure, as opposed sure. to once something becomes computer generated. People just yeah. need to stop seeing it as a bad thing. If I know. Something is animated. Yeah. I know. That's, That's true. That's actually a dear, dear person in my life. My husband calls all things animated cartoons. Sure. And will not see them. And sure. I'm like, babe, you're yeah. Can you have him yourself. come over, please? <laughs> right? Just have him come over and we'll you watch Spider-Verse in 3D. So mm. he mm. did watch that. Okay, okay, okay. And okay, that, okay. it took... It took on i mean it was on amazon prime so that's how long yeah. it took for me to get him to watch yeah. it and i was like no, no no you don't understand like this just narratively Sit this is down, perfect shut up. Yeah. this is a perfect <laughs> movie you talk about like first act structure you talk about like setup and payoff you talk i mean come on the midpoint the midpoint he yeah. was like i could not uh, finally got him to watch it and he was like oh okay and then toward the end not gonna lie Man cried. Yes. Yeah. Man cried. Good. And I was like, not? that's what cartoons will do to you, bro. Good. They build you up and then they break you down. I see it's, a spark in your mind. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I also have a friend who is he's not drawn to animated films because he has many friends at work in entertainment who specifically are like script doctors for animated movies. Like oh. they're comedian friends who punch up scripts from animated films. So he sees them as all of these like, I, I don't want to speak for him, but I feel as though he he thinks of all of them as products being made by these studios to appeal to kids and then they have to have people come in and write jokes that adults would appreciate because they're going to take their kids to the movie theater and sit down and and watch the you know it's very like these come out of a factory and he kind of knows how they work every movie that's literally every movie i agree i and i think that there (laughs) is um there's definitely that uh that feeling about animated movies that a lot of i mean i know when i was a kid my dad We'd be watching TV, and if The Simpsons were on TV, he would say, hey, change it. And I would be like, okay, and I would pause for a second, and then a joke would happen, and then he would laugh, and I'd be like, okay, we're in the clear. Nice. Like, you know, it's that thing of like, just sit down and watch it. I think that dismissing, and don't get me wrong, a lot of animated movies are bad. Straight up bad. I just got through watching The Smurfs. Oof. One and two. Here's Ooh, the deal. Why? Hector, is that on the list? No. <laughs> no. It's Hector, on Hector's list. Hector hates himself is the why? thing. It's the it's an amount of self-loathing I've never seen hitherto. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. I remember I had to cover the Smurfs, yeah. the second one. And I just remember mm. sitting in the movie theater and being like, why would you Why would you voice this on children? Yes. Like, well, this is one just got a, One of the worst things I've ever seen. He just got the third one via DVD okay. in the mail on yeah. Netflix. You Oh, I thought you bought yeah. it. And I no, was no, about no, no, to no. stand up and no, walk no, no. out. He owns Over the Hedge 3. Yeah. So, no, like, you don't. I own Over the Hedge and <laughs> Open Season. Those are different things. I don't own a part three of either one of those. Okay. I would Why? never. I just got Why? Shrek 3. It did. Yeah, I know. But I don't. Shrek 3 is good. Uh, Sasha, gonna, no. Oh, we finally not. brought up Shrek on this episode. We have to introduce 407. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, let's get, do your job. Let's yeah, we're gonna dive back into <laughs> and we're gonna do back in, we're gonna dive back into animation in general. But Sasha, you're right. Keller, do your job. What movie are we talking about tonight, stuffy British guy? Four hundred and seven, The Jungle Book, nineteen hundred and sixty-seven. Director Wolfgang Reitherman. This last film personally supervised. Oh, the last film personally supervised by Uncle Walt. Uncle Ooh, Walt. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This has a strong shout for being Disney's most gloriously entertaining film. Great characters, genius songs, and rich animation spells classic. 
brought yeah. to you by the BBC. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would pretty much agree with all of that. How do you feel about that little blurb? That pretty much hit it on the head. I mean, I'm still recovering from Uncle Walt, who I feel yeah. like touches you in places that are the bathing suit areas <laughs> that you don't want to touch. But. I, it uh, makes yeah, it I don't okay. like Uncle Walt. Get it rid ma- of Uncle it, Walt. It makes it okay for me because now, I honestly, I picture Tom Hanks from Saving Aww. Mr. Banks. And I'm like, yeah, he smoked. He was still Uncle Walt. He was the head of a major corporation, but it's Tom Hanks. Like yeah. it, like it it's okay. It a little, it's a beautiful I, day in the neighborhood. Exactly, okay. which I'm sure is what Disney wants. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of him as Tom. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> he wasn't an anti-Semite. It's totally yeah. cool. He yeah, liked black people. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Walt. Um, yeah, well, Uncle Walt. Yeah. Let's be real. Everybody's got that uncle. <laughs> that one uncle. I wish I had that rich ass uncle. Oh, I don't have that uncle. Yeah. I mean, from the very beginning of the movie, like all we were, as we were sitting down and watching it, the whole time we we're like, "Oh, this is so pretty!" and "Oh, yep. this is so great!" and the yep. songs, and you just want to like dance and sing along. And I mean, there's definitely some structural issues with this movie, and there's sure. for sure some narrative holes where you're like, mm-hmm. "Bagheera, just stop walking away, <laughs> just stop." And Baloo is just a delight, but it's so interesting because my memory of this movie was that Baloo was there from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And that Louis Prima playing King Louis had a much bigger part. Mm-hmm. One scene. And I also remember Shere Khan coming in and being much scarier throughout. And interestingly, Shere Khan is just mentioned and doesn't even show up until the third act. Yeah. Which is, I think, something that would never happen today. Yeah, I agree. Like Shere Khan would be on their tail the entire time and it would be cat and mouse the whole time. I feel like that's what happened in the Fabro one. Which is like the way they, it kind of they, is in the book. Like Shere Khan, okay. like I think it's supposed to have shown up in that at that Wolf's meeting. Yes, oh. and like did. as soon as this dude's old enough, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna kill him. Kill him. You yeah. can raise the man cub, but I'm gonna Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how Favreau's version yeah. was. Well as that's well. the way the book is. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna keep coming to you for the book Wolf facts. Gang. The book facts, Keller. Okay. We're going to keep coming to you for those. I don't those, remember all of them. Okay. Well, if, good. if anything crop, crops up, be like, book fact, and then tell us the difference yeah. between. Because I love this movie, and I'm, I would be interested in reading some of those old books. It's pretty short. Yeah. And it goes into like the law of the jungle. It's real That's interesting. Cool. That's pretty cool. What are the laws of the jungle? <laughs> well, Let's you Google it. You, uh, robot <laughs> will never kill man. Yep. Robot can protect itself mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't uh, um, betray one of the first two laws. I forget what it was. The second law was, is a robot can protect itself. What is that law called? The law of the Those jungle? Are, uh, I don't know. The law of the jungle? <laughs> I'm not sure. Asimov's law of the jungle? Yeah, Asimov's law of the jungle. Well, Keller's looking that up. Do you already have it? No. no, no you're Googling. looking it up. Apparently, it's a movie called Law of the Jungle. Of that doesn't help me. Oh, I of course bet it was garbage. Is. It's Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it's He's a, a South lawyer. Korean reality show. Oh, cool. <gasps> Gotta check it out. I bet it's fascinating. Now Sasha's in. They drop you off in the jungle. You have to survive. (laughs) If you do, you get to go to To South Korea. South Korea. (laughs) Uh, Sasha, you had already jumped in, but normally we do go to our guest for sort of overall thoughts, and you had already started started on hitting that. So please continue. Any overall thoughts for The Jungle Book? And I know you mentioned you've seen it as a kid. We've all seen this movie. So I always try to ask the question, was there anything new that you picked up watching it tonight? You sort of kind of went into that a little bit the things that you were kind of like like you misremembered and were sort of we were all kind of being corrected on like oh yeah Shere Khan doesn't show up until this point Baloo doesn't show up till this point yeah yeah it was it was interesting I mean there were so many things where you're I'm trying to remember the last time I saw it I probably saw it last when I was maybe 
I feel like old enough to smoke pot. Oh, so you so didn't I see was it like, around the no, new no, no, Favre eight, one. Eight years I saw old. it again. Oh, no, I totally saw the Favre oh, okay, one. I mean, okay. this the 67 yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I saw it a bunch when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it again at some point when I was like in high school and like was stoned. And then mm-hmm. I don't think I saw it again since then and then saw the Favreau version. Mm. But I totally remembered it being... I mean, still, I didn't remember the canoe being all broken up that Mowgli is found oh, in. Either. What happened? Like, something yeah. dark happened. Yeah. I remembered, like, there was a basket. No, yeah. like, some <laughs> bad shit went down. It's like the opening of Tarzan, but we didn't see the parents. Right? And this baby yeah. is, like, so happy his parents are dead. <laughs> like, well, he's pumped about he, it. He cried at first, but then as soon as he saw Bagheera. Yeah. Maybe then he started laughing. I don't know. But Bagheera showing up and then immediately dropping with the wolves. I did not remember that at all mm-hmm. being that way. I thought that the wolves picked him up initially and then Baloo shows up and then it's really the quest with Baloo. And mm-hmm. I remember Baloo being much more of like the let's go have an adventure. I didn't remember it being the entire time like we're going to take you back to Man Village. We're going to take you back to Man mm-hmm. Village. Um, I mean, whenever you're on like the hero's journey, you also sort of expect him to have a little bit more agency. Like I wanted Mowgli to be a little bit more like, okay, there was no like tearful goodbye with the wolves. And I, I remembered mm-hmm. that bizarrely. Like oh, yeah. there's no goodbye. Oh. There's no like, his family we'll come that visit raised you. him for 10 years, yeah. which is all in the book. Like wow. they just sort of, he's off and then Ka shows up. I also, I've always been afraid of snakes yeah. and watching Ka, I was like, oh right, this is part of where the fear came from. Whoa. Like I used to have nightmares when I was a kid about a snake wrapping itself around my body and 100% it, yeah. <laughs> It's from Jungle. It must have come from this. Wow. Um, I'm still scared of hypnotism. <laughs> well, that's because you should be. Yeah. I'm scared of if I try to get a banana, all the bananas follow me. That's oh, my God. That's what I'm afraid, like, a giant orangutan is going to shoot them in my yeah. mouth. Like, yeah. boop, boop. <laughs> boop, boop. I'm like, not ready. I can't swallow them all bad at the same time. I'm scared an orangutan is going to think my tail's a vine and swing on it. <laughs> <laughs> And I certainly did not remember the ending. Yeah. The ending, I have to say. Oh, yeah. Walk in the kitchen with my waterfall. (laughs) I'm just a girl, so I can only work in kitchens. Every day I'm grown, I'm going to fetch some water. Till I'm grown, I'm going to marry a boy. Every day till I'm grown, fetching some water for my mom and dad. All good for us fetching water. Someday I'll learn to cook, I hope. Until then, I don't know what's what. Oh, look, a boy, I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna give him some eyes to say, yeah, I'm ready, I'm 10. That's no, weird. That was the worst Britney Spears That's, song I've yeah, ever heard. Yeah. I'm ready, I'm 10. Yeah, so if people listening have not watched, yeah. he finally shows up at Man Village and he doesn't want to stay, is gonna go back into the jungle and then mm-hmm. hears this like 44-year-old woman singing, and it, but she's in the body of a 10-year-old and she's picking up water in her jug. But also, and, it's also supposed to have never seen a woman before. Yeah. yeah or a jug. Or like, a jug. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> put water in that. Got it. Check. But also, it's like, put my penis in that. Check. <laughs> like, it's real creepy. Like, suddenly he's like 10 going on, like 17, and he's like yep. Jeff Goldblum, and it's just, things are happening. It's that very 60s mindset of like, <laughs> oh, a boy will meet a girl and get married and have a baby. Like, that, that, that kind of, as opposed to today, where I feel like parents will always still do the thing where they have a child, and if their child is connecting with another kid they go oh look oh that little cute thing 
But in the 60s, they went for it in this movie. That's all I'm saying. Oh, is it full was on. very like. Uh, I want to look up those lyrics. I don't want to say <laughs> sexual, but it was full oh, on. It was sexual. Marital. Like it was like was it? traditional, like, yeah. Look it at the was, way they were was looking sexual. at each other. She gave him the, the come nuts. hither eyes, those Nala yeah. eyes from the Lion King. I was mm-hmm. thinking the exact same thing. She did the full. But they're, yeah. they're grown ass lions. I know. When she feels the love tonight. These were 10 year olds. 10 year old kids. I could feel the love tonight. I, mm-hmm. I feel like we all did. It was very uncomfortable. The mighty jungle. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the lyrics were like, my dad's off hunting. Yep. My mom is cooking, so I got to get the water yep. until I can cook and my man can hunt. And I'm going to go just destroy feminism in one song. Right. And it sounded like the <laughs> Muppet Babies theme. It did. My dad's hunting. Yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> so I did not remember that. Yeah. And I will say that soured the final note of this movie. But then... They got me back because mm-hmm. the animation is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. That and that you watch them dance like, away. I know. And, and they become friends. Know. Baloo and, and Bagheera. And now we know we're going into Jungle Book 2. Yeah. Because yeah. it's time for him to have more adventures. <laughs> but Jungle Book 2, I think. Again, I want a buddy cop movie that's Baloo and Bagheera. Yeah, me too. I'd watch <laughs> that. Like, why wasn't Bagheera a fellow pilot in Tailspin? That would have been dope. If he shows up in another plane like, totally. Baloo, my old friend, and had like a cool, oh, you know. Well, he's the straight man. He's the straight man to Antics. Baloo's like crazy so wild vent. I love what you said when we were watching it, that they were able to put like all the big guy comedy that you're used yep. to, like all the like, yep. you know, sort of Belushi. Yeah. Chris Farley, John Goodman, yep. just that big, everybody knows that big guy who likes to have a good time. That big energy. And he has that big energy, that hearty laugh, and his proportions, the fact that it was bare proportions and he had a big old butt and kind of short bottom legs and those sort of top lanky arms with the claws as fingers, like it's still all, all of the animation I'll say across the board in this film where an animal is moving, mm. it looks like a panther. It looks like a tiger, and yet the faces, the expressions, the mannerisms are so human. Disney just perfected that game. Like They're so good at that, that every one of their characters reads, and you know exactly what type of character they are. The animation for King Louis is incredible. Yeah, it actually is. The fur, the hair that kind of is following him as a secondary motion, and the way that his legs are shorter and his arms are longer, and how he uses all that. He's like, he puts an arm down, and he kind of takes his two feet, and he grabs that arm with that two feet, and he's like pointing and shit. Like, it's great. (laughs) It's, It's so fun to watch. It's just appealing appealing okay. bananas i didn't mean to do that you did um you but asshole. uh qu- question for you sasha before we uh before we sort of um uh, uh i guess finish up your overall thoughts if you have any more but we were talking a little bit about how you as a parent are worried about showing the right thing or wrong thing to your kid yeah and sort of at what age they'll kind of glom onto this will would you show them jungle book what age and also are tell you? them why you're skeptical. Oh, yeah. So it's not like I'm concerned about content because <laughs> yeah. I came home when my daughter was like three months old and my husband was showing her The Shining. <laughs> and I was like, babe. Showing her The Shining. And, I, and she was He's watching. Like, what? I don't like animated movies. And- I can't. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else on. Like, uh, Yeah. Well, also. I, I'm not watching cartoons. <laughs> Who shows cartoons to their kid? This is The Shining. She needs to figure it out sometime. Uh, cut I want to take her to see Dr. Sleep. <laughs> three weeks later, I come home and he's showing her fucking Eyes Wide Shut. And I'm like, Oh my, my God. Babe, I haven't stop. even seen Eyes Wide Shut. Stop showing our child creepy Kubrick. No babies wow. know um, how they were made. So my thing is, <laughs> is I feel like content isn't the concern. My right. concern is children like the same things over and over and over and over and over again. Repetition. So whatever I show her needs to be something I'm cool with watching 50 times. Sure. What have you regretted? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, all, you mentioned you love uh, Baby Shark. You're I, into it. I, I dig Baby Shark. That's my that's okay. it's banger. Okay. Um, and she's very into Lizzo. She likes dancing around to Lizzo, so I'm cool with all of that. Solid. I'm trying to remember. I think my parents introduced her to some some. There's some fuckface named Rafi and he like played some of his stuff and she'll be like bah, bah. and I'm like no you don't get more of that uh, so I more. feel like the things that I really love are like golden age yeah. or like the the rebirth of Disney in the 90s that the are now all mm-hmm. being taken mm-hmm. and turned into so mm-hmm. like Lion King OG Little Mermaid Little Mermaid Aladdin. OG Beauty and the Beast so OG good. Aladdin I will not let her touch the Will Smith one with a 10 foot pole um, <laughs> I still haven't seen it I haven't seen it yet either I haven't seen the Lion King yet either the Lion King, I mean... The Lion King's the Lion King. The Lion King's the Lion King. Although, the I do still take umbrage with the fact that they sang Can You Feel the Love Tonight and it was daytime. That's a good point. I never it's thought just of that. Like what? A, it's just a little... A like It's my persnickety little thing. Here's, that's here's not a, persnickety. That yeah. is gaping. Well, it's like, just change the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's animated. It's just digital. It. it is digital. I mean, you didn't have to wait for sunset. My, it my, says what time of day it is yeah. in the song. <laughs> My biggest. Can uh, you technically feel in the, the original animated today. movie, <laughs> they are they do start during the day and then and it goes then it into nighttime. Because they just be fucking those lions be fucking I, all when day. They, when they be rolling through the grass <laughs> and she gives him them eyes for mm. real, it's still daytime. Boys. So mm-hmm. I feel like she what she needs to see first. I mean, shorter is always better too. Sure. Because and this is like a tight eighty minutes. It's a tight book. eighty. A yeah. tight eighty is always good, and there's good songs for her to sing along to. Yeah. So this is definitely like. It's in on, there okay. hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. As long as like, she didn't latch onto that last one. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I want still my follow up question. Remember the last one. No, I'm saying the last. Oh, no, not the song, but just the whole oh. bit with the girl singing oh, and getting God, water. Because yeah. at some point. What if that's the song she latches onto? I will turn <laughs> off the movie <laughs> and be like, okay, guess what? We're watching Eyes Wide Chat again. <laughs> <laughs> Show the yeah. version we sing them. Feel like yeah, that exactly. One. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. I have no agency for myself. I'm a woman. Yeah. I just need my jugs of water. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, a mess. Man. But I think. Uh, Anything where you've got anthropomorphized mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. You're into it? I am there. Awesome. Oh my God, awesome. I'm so you got to do Oliver and Company. And just, you'll be <gasps> singing Billy Joel constantly. Love yeah. Oliver and Company yeah. and the Aristocats. Mm. Oh my God. They're a great one. Robin about, Hood. It's a good era too. Oh, Robin Hood is so fantastic. Lady Sword in the, the Stone. There's no songs in Sword yeah. in the Stone though. No, I don't Are think there. Mm, I can't remember. Not that I remember. I don't think but also, um, oh, Five All. Five All. Oh, American, American, American Tale. American Tale. And American Tale Goes West. Yeah. These are all good. That's the thing. And that's why I'm like, oh, why do I have to show you one movie? Why can't we show you like 50? Because that's the the problem with like the repetition. Mm -hmm. Sweetie girl, you're just, you're cutting off your opportunities. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. so many great movies out here. She's not open to new things after being introduced to (laughs) To the one thing. We're going to find out. I mean, right now she just eyes wide shut again and again. You need to set her up like a baby film festival and just be like, sorry, (laughs) you're doing three days of whatever I want for you. What was the the thing that you guys watched the short that was only nine minutes? Oh, the Cat Concerto. Cat Concerto. Yeah. Wonderful. That it's sounds wonderful. great. I can let you borrow it. I have all the Tom and Jerry's on Blu-ray if you want to borrow them. Oh, dope. Yeah. I would love that. You still have a Blu-ray player? Of course I do. Wonderful. I have a blue I I didn't want to say this earlier because yeah. you told me that you had to go on a quest to find a VHS player. Yeah, you have a VCR. I have a VCR. Or a VHS player, as the kids call it. Because <laughs> they don't know that that also had a name. <laughs> What's that one that plays the rectangles? <laughs> well, because when I was a kid, my parents produced laser discs. <gasps> what? So we have a laser disc oh. player somewhere in our attic, my too. God. Are you a, are you all into 
physical media or are you somebody that's like, no, I'm cool with it being digital streaming in the cloud? Uh, no, I, pref- I, I, I want both because okay. I don't, I don't, I don't trust that cloud. Neither do I. That cloud could get a thunderclap and suddenly something <laughs> bad gone. happens. It's gone. So I feel like you need to have both. Okay. So like the movies that I love the most, mm-hmm. I have a own, copy of, copies, and then I yeah. also tend to have like, but you know, like. If there's something really cool that I really love, mm-hmm. like um, last year I got like the Black Panther soundtrack on vinyl because awesome. I was like, oh, cool. I want to have this. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't want to just stream this on Spotify. Sure. I want to like put on a record. Keller's a big vinyl guy. Oh, dope. I'm not a big vinyl big guy. Big vinyl guy. What are you doing? Are you, you a hi fi? Uh, no, yeah. I have a one of those suitcase ones. <laughs> yeah, my dad got me. They're great. Nothing wrong with the suitcase one. He's just overselling me. I know. I'm I haven't trying. bought a record in probably a <laughs> year and you a half. You almost did yesterday. I came close, but they didn't have it. Oh, what That's was true. it? I was looking for the Sue George Life Aquatic album. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't have it. On Amoeba. Record. On, on vinyl. I bet Don Amoeba listens to this, yeah. so he's going to order it. Yeah. For sure. Don Amoeba. That's right. Uh, okay, well, I look forward to you watching The Jungle Book on repeat. Oh, my God. And then years from now to a point where your kid might have a little bit more context, you can sit her down and be like, okay, that thing at the end, don't listen to that part. Don't listen to that little girl. I feel like end. I could actually <laughs> stop it before that. Yeah, you pretty much. Well, she can't talk yet, so you can yeah. probably get her to... Only scat right now. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Can I you mean, get your baby to scat? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, that is essentially what they do when they're talking. That's true. Yeah. I mean, right now, truly, mm-hmm. when you go mm-hmm. to sleep tonight, mm-hmm. what are you going to be singing? I know. I know. I'm going to download this album. But are I'm you going to get the yeah. money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but do you think it'll be bare necessities or do you think it'll be? Oh. There you go. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. I want to be about money. Just because scatting is so, so fun. But I can't do it as well as King Louis. Yeah, you can go for it. Let's hear it. Because it won't be accurate, man. It's going to be great. It's like, what does he go? Yeah, he goes like, shooby doop. And at one point he goes, scooby doo. I want to be like you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to walk like you. Talk like you. That's not scatting. I know. See, I can't. scooby doo doo bop that was know. great. That was oh, so bad. good. No, that was good. Skibbidabbidaboop. 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 This is thing. art it's that has been lost. Terrible. Wow. I'm going to stick with bare necessities. Wow, did scatting just come back because of Hector stuff. Navarro? So hard. <laughs> we got it. Also, I think scat really is the name for uh, animal poop. Mm-hmm. Is it yeah. just animal poop? I think it's yeah. all poop. I just think we poop. can go and say poop. Four flusher. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay, so what? Truly, mm-hmm. as I'm a, googling it. <laughs> as a, <laughs> yeah. As an insult. Yeah. What is a four flusher? I think you're so full of shit. No, I think that that's in, gotta be I, it. Without looking it up, I'm my guess is 1967's The Jungle Book had Bagheera call Baloo a four flusher, and this is under the this firm iron fist of uncle mm. walt mm-hmm. so how allowed did this it. get passed he allowed it and i think four flusher meant that it's somebody who oh gets people flustered a four flusher is a poker hand that is one card short of being a full flush oh, oh my god <laughs> not as good yeah i had a whole deck of cards and nice that's, that's such an intelligent flush it's such four an times. intelligent insult oh, i hate it such assholes that were like yeah. it's gotta be about poop no nope. that's what it is that's 2019 who says four flusher anymore you're a four flusher why would bagheera who knows nothing about the human game of playing cards insult baloo in that way <gasps> it's, it's, a, it's just British like when the, it's just like when the orcs in lord of the rings were like Hobbits on the menu again, boys. Back it's like on the menu, back on the boys. menu. What's a menu? How do you know what a menu is? <laughs> do you know go to a, a restaurant? Here's the deal. 
That's honestly your yeah. issue, Hector. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you're putting that on those orcs. They probably do I have wanted, restaurants. Uh, maybe maybe I'm being biased and like, prejudiced here. I've brought you your hobbit feet, sir. They they Ooh, were just they were just they were just born out of a mud Fresh, womb. What we have here is a hobbit's feet on a uh, pate uh, made of Is it Is it free range hobbit? <laughs> Because no, I can only eat. We raised these <laughs> right, cramped because, places. Because he's Whole30. I'm, I'm doing Whole30 <laughs> right now. You're Whole30 Hobbit. It's got to be low carb. Is there sugar on this? It's a oh, keto. Send oh, it no. back. Is it keto approved? <laughs> Elf is this Whole30. Uh, Too sweet? Too I'll just, much sugar. Uh, I'll just stick to dwarves then. <laughs> Sinewy. The meat. All right. Mm. That's a that's a good tangent. That's I like good. that. I like uh, Sasha. <laughs> yes. It was wonderful watching Jungle Book with you. Any other final thoughts on the Jungle Book? And I think the question, I think the answer is yes. Do you believe it deserves to exist on this list, the 500 greatest movies ever made? Oh my God! I absolutely. There yeah. deserves it more than some other films. Should that it are... be higher than 407? I like 407. I don't I mean, mind 407 yeah. for it because I mean, there's other animated movies. I want to know I... what the highest ranked animated film is. Ooh. I would guess. Here, give me the magazine. I would I'll guess it's right probably Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I know, which is such a which or, is such a movie list. It might be a. Okay, well, let's do this. Miyazaki. If you were going to, oh, that's good. Like it maybe, might be a Spirited, like Spirited away. away. Okay, if you were going to do an animated movie list right now, sure, sure. Give me like they send you empires. Like we're doing a a top five four hundred. Animated. Animated. Yeah. So give me, if not your top 10, your top five. Let me do Hector's right now. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Okay. Minions. Number one. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Minions, minions. one. Minions Despicable two. Me. Despicable, Despicable Me. Two. One, two, three. <laughs> Despicable Me. Secret three. Life of Pets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Over the hedge four. Uh, Number one with the bullet, Iron Giant. The Iron oh, Giant. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I think it's a perfect And film. then Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse it's up there. will be up there. In Great. my top Toy five, Toy Story yeah. 4 will... No, what? Toy Story 3, 3 will be up there. Thank you. Thank I was like, you. no, it's very 3 sorry. Not 4. Toy Story 3. It, the way that... Okay, what's your Toy Story ranking? Uh, from bottom to top, I'm going... It's 3, 1, 4, 2. I'm going... Fuck. I'm going 1, 2... <gasps> Four, three. Whoa, whoa! I think Wait, I'm putting, from bottom to top. Yes, I think I'm going. I'm putting two Toy Story two over Toy Story one. Let me double check. Let me make sure. But I feel like I am going to put Toy Story two over Toy Story Listen one. Listen to Wayne Knight that much ruins it for me. But that ma- <laughs> oh that enhances God. it for me. That enhances it for uh, me, Wayne Knight because he was voicing Al from Al's Toy Barn and Emperor Zerg. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Well, you're a four flusher. That's why you, you didn't know. You know what that. I like is he turned it over to be a kill shot Boom. with he those did. fingers. <laughs> kill he literally shot. turned the fingers. There's only over. one host of this that's podcast my, now that's because my I'm dead. Toy Story ranking. Nice. And I ranked it all, Sasha. Wow, Toy Story tunes. Yep. Wow. All right. I like that you have this ready to go. Uh-huh. He has a all. whole <gasps> a lot of them. Fantasia. You know mm. what's an animated movie that I love? What? Anastasia. It's oh, yeah. so good. It's a classic. I mean, that it's my favorite. song that Rasputin sings is terrifying. Yes. It's my <laughs> favorite John Cusack and Meg Ryan movie. It's crazy. The Sorry. fact that they did those voices mm-hmm. and then whomever did the singing is just beautiful. But mm-hmm. the animation is so good. Mm-hmm. And that is one that is just completely forgotten. Although they do have a play version yeah. of it. I think and our kids generation. Are just like, I know a lot about the czars of <laughs> <Yeah>. Russia now. <laughs> I think, I think our generation, it was kind of there. about the fucked up dude that was Rasputin. Yeah, a little bit during, because it came out in 97. Yeah. So if you were around an, an age enough to be open to right animated AE. movies. Yeah, Titan AE. That's enough. That one Oof. goes, nobody Oof. remembers that for lots of reasons. Yeah. But, um, Dames. but Anastasia, I put it in the same category as like a goofy movie. Like a certain generation loves it. that's in Hector's top 10. It's in my top 10, maybe. That's what I'm saying. I but feel you know, like it might be a number 11. So I got Iron Giant, yes. Spider-Verse, yep. Toy Story 3. Coco. Well, oh. duh. 
Now we're getting this. Now it's just personal. It's not yeah, even that's, what I think. That, that's on his heart. And God, man. Well, these are all I'm, personal. True, but <sighs> Co- uh, Hector, Hector cried when the mariachi started playing the Disney theme at the very beginning. It's <laughs> true. But it's, think it about got that. him immediately. Yeah. I know, yeah. but no, that's but like, <laughs> that straight up is just like representation matters. Yep. That's I just know, like, but I'm yep. saying that's that why it's so me. much yeah. more personal no. even for sure. I like it, awesome. it lives with him. I mean, I, you just said that and I got the chills. Aww. I mean, can you come Hector on? will start saying you remember Aww. me and he'll cry. It's, it's true. If I do it in Spanish too. Recuerdame. Look at him go. I'm at number 40. Four, and I still haven't gotten an animated film. Damn. In the, in the top one hundred. Well, also these are. Evil Dead counts as animated. <laughs> yeah, Lord Set of the Rings: Two Towers counts as animated. Totally I am, animated. I am at uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Wait, Kelly, what would yours be? 57? What are some of yours? I do love the original Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I do love the original Sword in the Stone. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. I do love the Iron Giant. Yeah. And it, like watching it again with Hector, I came to realize that I had seen it a billion times as a child, and I don't know. There's some movies that it's like you suppress, and it's like, wow, how do I remember everything that happens in this? Mm-hmm. I love the American Tale movies. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another? I don't know. This I'm is, blinking. This what is about such, you? You guys, this is such a bummer. Uh, number 99 in the list of the top 500 movies is Toy Story. That's the highest ranked animated film. At least we got one in the top hundy. Barely. It squeaked in there. It really did. And there are classics in this list, but as much as I love Star Wars, at number 91 is Return (gasps) of the Jedi. And I'm like, dude, you got to get some animated movies higher ranked than Return of the fucking Jedi. That's crazy. You know, Empire's already number two. Empire Strikes Back is number two. So, yeah, I think. I may be mistaken, but. Roger Rabbit to be Hector. Live action. Okay. That's totally. Because it again, is. it's the same. It's motion capture, basically. It's old. Mm-hmm. It's like proto motion capture. It's them using effects to put cartoon characters in our world, and it's supposed to be, yeah. Bob Hoskins so in that movie. Good. So oh, good. Yes, him, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think, what about some of your top animated films? Whew, well, when I was a kid, like I said, we my parents worked in Laserdisc, yeah. so I only owned five movies growing up, um, and they were The Blues Brothers, Saturday Night Fever, uh-huh. Flashdance, Wow, Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Yes, that's one of mine too. A compilation of like Disney shorts where it was like Donald mm. Duck and Mickey Mouse and those things, and Peter Alice and the Wolf. And, Totally. So, like, for me, yeah. Alice in Wonderland has always been one of those ones. I mean, till Johnny Depp showed up and just started mm-hmm. taking a shit all over. Sorry. It. Man, um, how much does he have to take a shit on? You know what's great about <laughs> Alice in Wonderland? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> what's great about Alice in Wonderland is no, mu- no matter who tries to take a shit on it, it will always endure. Like, it, it, it remains kind of yeah. untouched. And especially the Disney version, I think, is still great it's brilliant even though it stresses me out and i don't like that movie because well, it's too stressful when she gets to sitting alone i remember that's where you had to flip the disc mm. was when she's like sitting alone and she's like i was always told if i'm lost wait and someone will come and find you end of movie and then yeah. and then you had to like stop and see what happened i was like oh, this is so she upsetting. cries so much oh yeah, but it's does. so good it really is um I was always huge into Beauty and the Beast because I loved that there was a heroine who loved to read. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. That made me so happy. And then I feel like once you get into Pixar, mm-hmm. there needs to be just like a whole Pixar subcategory because They're, most of them oh are. Oh my god! Most of the movies Pixar's made deserve to be on the list of the 500 greatest movies of all Without time. Without a question, I like, put Monsters Inc. in my top ten. <gasps> oh my yep. god! Yep. Oh my that god! One, I love Monsters we, Inc. We get so to the good. door and his hands are all covered with splinters. I cry oh, every time. Yeah, yeah. And That's then you great. just hear. Yeah. Oh, kills me, yeah. kills me, kills me. That but is... you know what I love from Pixar that I mm. feel like, again, did not get enough play? 
Inside Out oh, is yeah. absolutely brilliant. I agree. It really is. I agree. Such an affirming movie for children yeah. and it's, adults alike. Well, just yeah. to, to know that like you have feelings and you can address them and sometimes they're out of your control and like, oh, if I had had that movie when I was going through puberty, totally. come on. Totally. I love that so much. But yeah, Pixar, Monsters, Inc. is so great. And then Monsters University was so bad. Oh, I Finding was Nemo. It was funny. Finding is Nemo. Finding Nemo. We did that recently. Should we do a Pixar ranking? Do you us. want to do a Pixar ranking? Jesus, we did that that's recently. Hard. It's hard. That's hard. Hang on. I, I did I... this. I did Hector's Pixar ranking. Well, because for sure, like some of them are. You're, it's, it's, yeah. you're, like it's a bug's easy. Life you throw is Cars be... two towards the bottom. You yeah. throw. You know uh, what I. Sasha. No, 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 no. Sasha. No, no, no. I, Disney, Disney. when I worked at NBC, hated me mm. because of two movies. One, Lincoln, which I called C-SPAN the movie, which <laughs> it is. accurate. It is. <laughs> it is. And it's also, like, like, they're putting in all this, like, tension. It's like, spoiler, the amendment passed, you guys. <laughs> I hated that movie so much. And the other one was Cars 2, and they were so angry at me for totally... Ripping it apart. Ripping apart. Yeah. Cars 2. And I was like, it's not my fault. You mm-hmm. made a bad movie. I know. Um, I am, however, a fan of Cars 1. Mm-hmm. I thought that Cars 1 was a better film than people remember it to be. Yes. Because 2 and 3 were such shills. Mm. Did you see 3? I haven't seen 3 yet. <clears throat> oh, I didn't hate 3. Also? I liked 3, okay. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I'm a wrong person. And that's okay. <laughs> it is. It's, it's right for you to be it's wrong. It's okay. Yeah, inside it out. Another. It's tricky because, it's not because like Cars, even the first one, there isn't a Pixar emotional core in there, mm-hmm. but it's such a cartoony idea. It's such a throwback to those old Tex Avery cartoons where you put the the eyes of a car on the you know the windshield of a car and, the kids and you know love it. yeah that it's so cartoony that yeah. it's like versus something like Inside Out which is really just a story about a girl a little girl figuring stuff out and again it's supposed to be in a world very it's our world basically yeah and the animation and the the fantastical element is inside a person's head or something like Coco or, you know, it, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think that you're right. I think it's the first cars is a better movie than people remember. Yeah. There is a, an emotional core in there. Paul Newman's in the movie. He's great in it. It's the best ever Larry, the cable guy thing <laughs> is the first cars movie. Faint the, 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 yeah, the best thing what... he's ever done with his life and will ever do. And yeah, well, I was like, I heard he was going to be in. I was like, man, can he top <laughs> anything that he's made? <laughs> Can he top that stand-up special? Wait, I want to know what your done? what's your top ten? Is that the name of the stand-up special? I'm sure, I'm sure it's, it's one of got to be get I'm her sure. done again. Yeah, <laughs> still getting her done. Still yeah. That's actually done. what happens with Mowgli and the little girl. By got the her done. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, well, okay, wait. What's your top ten Pixar? My top ten Pixar. Well, there's only like what there's like seventeen or something mm-hmm. Pixar, but at, at Keller did mine, and it was like Coco's number one. Coco's number one. Oh, number mm-hmm. two, I think, might be. This is going to be an all Toy Story list. Toy Story three. Number three might be Incredibles 2. Oh, wow. Which I love. Yeah. And think is, I enjoy more than the first Incredibles, but I love them both. And to me, they're similar enough that they that it works. Number four might be, if I'm kind of bouncing around to their franchises, Monsters I might also Inc. go Monsters, Inc. for oh, number so four. Good. So good. And number five. Nemo. If it's not Nemo, what is it? What am I missing? Could what am I Wally? missing? Could be Inside no, Out. No, I think it be, might. I, I think it might not, be Inside it's Out. It's not Brave. No, I think it's Inside Out. No, it's definitely not the Good Dinosaur. It's Inside Ooh, Out. Those are probably my top five. So good. What's yours, Keller? Uh, Monsters Inc. Number one. Mm-hmm. Probably Nemo. Number two. Mm-hmm. Probably OG Toy Story. Number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first one. Uh, the Incredibles. Yeah, Incredibles. You like Ratatouille. Probably too. <gasps> I do like Ratatouille. I love Ratatouille. I do love Ratatouille. He's a cook. You're a cook. Mm-hmm. I'm a cook too. So I like cooking. Yeah. Keller's a, a cook. Time. 
Keller man. loves vinyl and he's a cook. Yep, I love one of those is more true than the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keller was really nervous you coming over tonight because he he did research. We were doing research oh, and he was like Christ. he was like Wikipedia says she's a cook. I was I was on Food Network, bro. Yeah. What the I used to fuck? cook for all sorts of big fancy people. That's wow. amazing. I did. Well, gonna, gonna, I'm excited for you to teach me everything. You know, <laughs> let's do it. We're gonna okay. make cookies after this. We can make Ryan Gosling's favorite cookies after this. Ooh. Okay, just Oreos. It's just an Oreo <laughs> brand cookie. Um, yeah, and it is a chocolate peanut butter cookie rolled in sugar and then filled with blackberry jam. Hector's on Whole30. Mm. Oh my God. No. Yeah, Hector, and he go looks away. at it because he has abs, right? He just looks at the cookie and he goes, that's a beautiful cookie. That fool he smells the cookie. pound cookies. God, dang it. He also really likes chocolate it. chip cookies rolled in um, chocolate chips. Or uh, not chocolate chips, uh, uh, potato chips. Oh. Damn. Salty Yo. and sweet, brah. You're a genius person. Salty and sweet. Mm. Man. Nom, crazy nom, stupid nom. love, more like crazy stupid good idea, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, yeah, Ryan yeah, Gosling. Ryan Gosling, the nicely gas. done. The gas. gas. The gas. Uh, those are some. Of, those are so some of my um, top ones. But what were, what were we talking about? We went on so many different tangents. Anim- we were just talking just about animation. animation. Movie. Well, that's the thing is, I feel yeah. like animation. Like we're saying, live action versus animation. Yeah. I feel like animation, cartoons. Mm-hmm. It is relegated to this like sort of subcategory where mm-hmm. it doesn't get the same respect. And the truth is, is usually mm-hmm. it takes far longer is much more difficult whether you're doing it in cg or you're doing something like stop motion or hand-drawn like the stuff that Leica does yeah is next it's level bonkers. it's amazing i mean it's amazing kubo and the two strings the yeah. fact that that did not win oscars i know kills me i know yeah but so many things that Leica turns out just when you think about like how they have to workshop the scripts and how they like develop stories yeah. and the fact that an animated movie will endure from 1967 mm-hmm. until us sitting here talking about it on a podcast. The jokes were working. That's crazy. You guys, there were so bits funny. in the movie. I was laughing a ton. Physical comedy. That well, so still, much of it is just physical. Games. Yeah. And it's, and the expressions and the, the, the lines of dialogue and it's very, um, yeah, it's just sort of classic and good writing. And I also, I often think that for every, Maybe what? May, what's the ratio? Maybe the ratio is like three bad animated movies to one good one. Maybe what is it? Maybe two to one. Oh, I think it's even less. Yeah, I think it's like two to one. It's like so. So two bad animated films for every two Smurfs movies, you get one Spider Verse, <laughs> made by the same studio, by the way. Sony Pictures Animation did all of those. Well, it's super insane. cool that the Smurfs made a cameo in Spider Verse. Yeah, running around the street, you, just, you couldn't see them. They're super tiny, but but I, you know, there definitely are bad animated films the way that there are bad films. Period. But you're absolutely right. The level of workshopping a script, the level of having to get everything to work from very early processes before they can even commit to spending a lot of money to animate mm-hmm. something oftentimes mean it's a solid script, it's a solid joke, it's a solid bit. There's great character work, there's great emotion. And if that stuff doesn't work, you have nothing that you've investing, invested your money into. Whereas I don't, uh, sometimes I feel like rated R films or movies that are made intently for adults fall back on the crutches of like okay here's sex here's drugs here's violence do you know what i mean here's like just swearing here's just like f words to enhance a joke and it's like okay could this humor could this could this movie and here's the the proof it can't could this movie starring the rock and kevin hart central intelligence work if it was pg-13 no because i saw it on a plane and guess what they took out all the swears and it was not funny and Uh. i had to stop so I'm like, I, this would be funny if I could hear them throwing around the F words. Sure. But then that's kind of all it becomes. And I feel that sometimes that stuff is used as a crutch in the same way that, and I'm really just talking to people if they're listening right now, the types of people that are adverse to watching animated movies. Again, totally. because they go, it's just for kids. And yep. I'm like, well, it's specifically engineered to hit people of many different ages, which is, again, harder to do sometimes than like, okay, Rock, Kevin Hart, 
just say the F word, you know, and yeah. do whatever you guys want. It's going to be rated or comedy and it'll be great. And it's good for one type of audience, but I feel like sometimes that's used as a crutch. I think it's also interesting. You're saying like two to one, you end up with like a good animated movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think the ratio is with regular live action? <laughs> yeah, so much worse. I seven, mean, seven to one. Seven. Twelve yeah. to one. So low. Yeah. I think it's like how many movies are made a year? Yeah. I, how many are good? I, when exactly. I was working, when I was working as a film critic at NBC, I saw about three hundred movies a year. And how many were good? It's one a day. Twenty. No kidding. Yeah, and you would Maybe take you 20. would you would yeah. take twenty of those with you the rest of your life, and everything else was just like no. You would take ugh. three of those, maybe two Dang. of those the rest of your life, Dang. but twenty would be good within that year. Sure. So that's yeah. like a one. I'm bad at math. What is that? Twenty out of three hundred. Oh, somebody do math. It's at least some. That's, yeah, <laughs> give or take. That's that's, that's <laughs> some. Give or take give at or least take. a couple for sure. Well, uh, Keller, do you have any overall thoughts on Jungle Book? Uh, I love it. Yeah. So much. I'm glad I purchased it and I would purchase it again Good mm-hmm. job, buddy. for somebody else. Same. Yeah, same. <laughs> I will buy it for my nieces and nephews. It it was so good. It made me want to watch. in their faces. Watching it with y'all tonight. It was so good. It made me want to watch the direct-to-video Jungle Book 2, even oh. though I think it'll be bad. Like, it That's made me want to watch it. makes Hector do. Like, yeah. Hector's like, we watch Men in Black. I gotta watch Men in Black 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> Real talk. Yeah. Men in Black 3 totally made me cry. I know. It doesn't do for me what i know michael what's his face is so good in it michael who michael what's his face who was it then in like a simple man and he oh he's good what's his name he's good michael, a serious man thank that, you a serious actor, michael stuhlbarg yeah <laughs> michael michael stolberg 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 yes. that's what yeah. i said he's also, isn't he also in i just bought a serious man just, the other day yeah he did i fucking love yeah. that movie that amoeba that movie um is, yeah. bonkers here's my favorite thing about men in black three josh brolin as young Agent oh, K. Oh, so good. Amazing. He crushes it. So good. I just always get tripped up by the by the time travel inconsistency. And then they're at both the in that country movie. for old men. It throws me, Sasha. The, way, the, the like, it's such a stupid, again, nitpicky thing. But I'm what like, what are you talking about? Time travel is. They a, told you it doesn't work already in Avengers. Avengers. I know. Avengers told me every time travel movie was bullshit, and it's kind of true. And it's really. <laughs> they funny, name but, drop Men in Black Three. No. In the, <laughs> back to the future. <laughs> Uh, That'd be so yeah. funny if that was the point of reference. Yeah, exactly. Men, so, like, by the way, for the I said earlier, I've been mm-hmm. working on a time travel. The movie that I sold this year is a time travel movie. And oh, let me tell shit. you, coming up with time travel is very difficult. I know. So be it. nice to people. I'll, hey, listen. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard. It is hard. To do time travel. And I feel it's bad because it figure, like, work. It's, it's one specific uh, bit that you can take out of the movie for Men in Black 3. Physics. And it will make it make sense for me, right? I really like the time travel in... Um, Wait, what's the bit though? The bit is this. So they can travel through time. Yes. And they establish that when Will Smith goes back in time, he can still exist in the same place as oh, a younger yes, himself a because there's himself. a little kid himself yes, there. That's the part so that makes then you cry. The very, and that's amazing and it's emotional and it's great. But at the very Will end. Will Smith's good. We saw Gemini in the, Man. In the third act Settle. when they're up on a rocket <laughs> and he's fighting. We did see Gemini Man. Not and great. he's he good not. in it. He is good. We saw we yesterday did. in high frame rate 3D. What are you we talking did. about? We did. We had to. It was weird. We were keeping 3D alive on this podcast. It was weird. Okay, we will see every 3D movie. Oh my God. I'm. Did you see it? Fuck no. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. What's better than one Will Smith though? Two. two, Will Smith. two. What's better than two Will Smiths? Spoiler alert. Three, three Will, Will Smiths. Smiths. Oh no. Tremini man. Here's the thing. Tremini man. I, I 
saw Looper and yeah. I enjoyed Looper sure. and I would let Looper live let Looper as live. my Gemini man. Lo- Looper's another one that Triple I'm like, L, let Looper live. I, I don't. The kid I, didn't need to be magic. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Wait, hold on. I There's don't. There's three wills. There is. It's called Tremini Man. At the end of the movie, yeah, the title Tremini, Tremini Man. Man. You're, lying. You're, lying. You're lying. I am, but it would be really funny if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> there's an even it's at one the point the next there, one's called Trimini Man here's a spoiler so he meets the, the what 22 year old version of himself right mm-hmm. and at the end of the movie this other crazy flipping around <coughs> assassin shows up to and like fucks f- them both fight, up. The, fight them both because of course they team up the two Will Smiths and this and third one and as soon one, as he shows up I turn to Hector yeah. and like that's Will Smith yep and it was because <laughs> he, he had like a mask on a helmet and he fought and he had like a bulletproof suit so he's getting hit by bullets and at the end they sort of defeated him finally and they took his mask off and it was an even younger younger Will Smith, and he was maybe like 16, 17 is what they were going for. So he, and then, like so, he had so then, just started making trouble in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned to Keller and I was like, man, I just want the next scene to be like a whole mess of toddlers just coming That's in, uh, toddler assassins that are all toddler Will Smiths, I want toddler and then Will Smith. baby Will Smiths, and then fetuses Will Smiths. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, they keep going. brought Jaden Smith in. Keep going. And oh, keep going. going. oh my God. That's horrifying. So I'm so the, glad I didn't see The thing at the it. end of Men in Black is he's on the rocket because they're fighting a bad guy. Yes. He's trying to launch a rocket. And so Will Smith goes through time travel and walks down this uh, the walkway and gets shot in the shoulder, shot in the shoulder, and like punched or something like that. And he kind of keeps record of it. And then he goes back in time and then comes back through another portal. And now he can predict the bad guy's moves. But my whole thing is like, There should bro, be two Will Smiths. There should be another Will Smith right there on the boardwalk also getting shot. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because you went, and that's the own logic of the own movie. But they did that just for that cool little action beat. Yeah. That I'm like, that's just the one consistency. You take that part out, and everything else is pretty ironclad. But again, I haven't the seen first it one's since it came ironclad. out. The first Men in Black, yeah, it's a it's a masterpiece. Iron it's yeah, great. Men in Black is good. Yeah, I just called it Iron Black. Iron Black. Iron, Iron Man. Black. Iron Man is our next week's movie. That's exciting. But before oh, we get yeah. to that, Sasha's gonna fucking yeah. cry on that one. Wait, Please. I have to actually say Iron Man. So I, my dad is not a big movie person, Your but dad is Iron Man. he is. <laughs> I took him to that movie. Yeah. And I knew very little about it. He knew nothing about it. And I will never forget, as it's playing, my dad just starts going, fuck yeah. Awesome. Whoa! And he's like That's cheering amazing. in the theater. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a phenomenon. This is it. <laughs> this, this is, is like, it. this Did is Your dad thing. loves Jeff Bridges. Did he keep watching, did he keep watching <laughs> Marvel movies? <laughs> did you take him to see The Incredible Hulk two months later with Edward Norton with the Iron Man cameo? Were you <laughs> there for Iron Man 2? Uh, I was there for Iron Man okay. 2. He was not there for Iron Man mm-hmm. 2. We've covered a lot of those movies on FX, so I yeah. feel like he's watched, like he loves <laughs> Thor, and my mom loves awesome. Thor. Who does a phenomenon? Uh, he's not seen Ragnarok yet, so that'll oh, be... That's what you got to do. That'll be really fun to watch with him. Also, my dad, like... My dad laughs so loud at movies. So mm. like, but he also goes for really lowbrow humor. Like he loves white chicks. All right, please invite him over to watch <laughs> Thor Ragnarok here with <laughs> oh us. Your dad you sounds like my dad. So that's great. Oh, let's invite, can we invite both let's of dads? Let's do a bonus yeah. up. Yeah, let's Oh my God. Dad's like, watching Thor. Thor. Two dads, one Thor. That would be awesome. <laughs> that's great. That that's what be, we'll call I, it. I would love no. to hear your dad's take on Avengers Endgame. If so he ever I. gets to it. I would love that. My dad saw it and and I think it's incredible. And at the end he goes, I don't think I liked it. And I was oh, like, wait. why? And he goes, because Iron Man died. And I'm like, yeah, dad, he did. But Hold you on, gotta, I'm going to go get, get my phone because my dad did see Endgame. And I'm going to text him and ask him what he saw. Oh thought. my gosh, Hold go on. get okay, it. Okay, go okay. get it. Hector, okay. uh, fucking kill time, dude. Uh, okay. Doobie doop. Uh, doop. Doobie doop. Doobie doop. doop. Doobie 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 doop. Do
Um, so now we get to the part in the podcast. Hector, what are your overall thoughts? My overall thoughts? Uh, I love it. I think it's incredible. I don't think it's Disney's best movie. It's not. It's not. But, but um, it's, And they did recycle things, we noticed. Yes, but that... that okay, that's what I was going to say. The Jungle Book is so good and so charming that you can see noticeable animation recycling There's happening. There's like three or and four you don't, of them. And it's fine. And you're like, sure, man. You guys are on the clock. Like this was, you know, this was on a deadline. This was tough. You guys did it. This is beautiful animation. You forgive it. That's how good that you movie gotta is. You got to fill 78 minutes. That's how good that movie is. <laughs> was it so. 78? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a fast 78 minutes. Mm-hmm. It is. Flew but by. also so much happens. Yeah. It's true. Like there's two whole elephant sequences. Yeah. Some of that repeated <laughs> animation. Them. It was really great. It was so good. Clint Howard was great as the baby. He elephant. crushes it. That mm-hmm. was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was actually really crazy. Mm-hmm. That you always think of Ron Howard, but Clint Howard mm-hmm. has he has a legacy. You guys. In case anybody ever tries to mess with me playing like Six Degrees of Separation and the name an actor that's a voice actor in the Jungle Book, I'll be like, guess what? <laughs> Boom. Clint Howard. That gets to Clint Howard, which gets to every movie ever done. Yeah, done. exactly. Austin Powers. That thing done. you do. Yeah, done. Easy. Um, did you text your dad? I did. He hasn't written back yet. Okay, cool. But I did text him. Okay, wonderful. If worse comes to worse, I can always just tweet like on the... Yeah, later. What did you text him? You're just like, hey, dad, what did you think of Avengers Endgame? I said, dad, did you see Avengers Endgame? And I can't remember, but I think you did. What did you think of it? Cool. Uh, now we're going to ask you, Sasha, yeah. to pick a movie, yes. any movie in the world. Oh my God. It can and be a also, movie. I want to know every movie that came into your mind before you came down to the one. If you have any runners up. I to 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 exist on this list. Do you have a top five list? Can you could you rattle it off of yeah. my favorite movies yeah. ever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna hate my number one. It's all your laser dicks. That's funny. Laser dicks, right? <laughs> is what it was. Laser dicks. <laughs> it's all the it's laser, my laser dicks. dicks. <laughs> my laser dicks. That was my twenties. Well, my favorite um, <laughs> movie. <laughs> laser dicks. I saw it on Showtime, real, real late, and I was like, "This one's fantastic." I'm more of a Betamax guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Beta my number one is The Godfather. It's wow. so good. It like is. I'm not going to fault it's you at the all. The Godfather. It mm-hmm. is the quintessential Sunday afternoon movie. Oh yeah. It feels like four o'clock sunshine shining through the window. I feel like after it's you ate too much. The Godfather is like a drug. It is. I feel. I mean, when I think about things, I mean, I'm not going. You just agreed with you Alec just agreed Baldwin. with Alec Baldwin. I know that's mm-hmm. horrifying. You got to read the whole quote. Oh, Jesus. You well, read the whole quote. <laughs> what's next? The Godfather is like a drug. Uh, dot dot dot. <laughs> that's it. Alec Baldwin. Um. I mean, I feel like The Godfather is one of those movies that if you eventually become a cinephile, Mm -hmm. very often this is the gateway drug. Like I think about that final moment where you see Michael sitting in the dad's chair and I mean, I'm getting the chills thinking about it. And Diane Keaton is looking through the door and the door just very slowly closes. Like the music plays. It's perfect. God, there's so many moments in that movie, but also like the wedding scene. Like when you go into the wedding scene and like. Uh, what's his face? James Caan is like banging the the oh, bridesmaids yeah. in the in the bathroom, and the and dude just like going over his lines, like what he's gonna say before he talks to him. I love it's that. It's just guy. brilliant. And then he shows up with like, "We'll take care of you." The scene where he's chasing around with the orange peel in mm-hmm. the tomatoes. Everything about that movie is cinematic perfection. I think it is so much better than Apocalypse Now, and mm. it doesn't feel tortured the way Apocalypse Now feels. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see the strain in Apocalypse Now and The Godfather. It seems like they might have even had fun making that movie. Hey, Keller, yeah. you read books. Yeah. yeah. Have the you read The Godfather? The so good. Have you read it? I have read the book. It's so good. And it is one of the rare occasions where I think the movie's better. Mm. Uh, I often think the movie's I, better. I also oh. agree that the movie's better, but yeah. 
something about the book. Yeah. Like you really get in the here's, head of the Godfather and you, you really get into the uh, reasoning for everything that here's what I love decisions, about Here's what I love about the cool. movie though. Here's, here's how I like to sum up the movie, the Godfather. You watch that movie and it feels like you read that epic book. Yeah. It really feels like you're settling in and you're like, oh, I just spent 12 hours reading this incredible, you know, cause it just washes over you and it's just like life and it's history and it's American history and it's Italian American history. And, and you know, you can Have smell you the, the food. Chronological you can, version. Mm-mm. Yeah. They released it as a seven hour thing oh, to where cool. it starts yeah. with, uh, with two baby Vito. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. De Niro. That's cool. And it's I all mean, chronological. It's very I, interesting. I'm also a person that ranks the Godfather one over Godfather two. Me too. I do too. Because as much as a, of an asshole as he was, you got to give it to, uh, Don Vito, man. This guy, uh, what's his name? Marlon Brando. Brando. He's a very good <laughs> also, actor. Also, Michael's that transformation guy? is my favorite thing yes, in the whole it's thing. It's so sad. That's what's. It's brilliant. That's I what's mean, so good about the whole Yep. But I mean, Thanks. it also changes everything about like the way you just function in life. Like I can't tell you how many times I've walked into a bathroom and been like, what if there were a gun mm-hmm. taped behind this mm-hmm. toilet? Like that's some shit that you would never think of if you didn't see The Godfather. True. Mm-hmm. The Godfather is beyond perfect. But, yeah. um, but you're not going to pick that movie. Also, in that movie. Vegas. Yeah. A lot of two takes place in Vegas. But that's history. <laughs> but that's history. I don't care about like. There's Tahoe. also Cuba. There's also Cuba. And that's important. Um. One of my all-time favorites also is Dirty Dancing. Oh, That's classic. coming up in a couple weeks. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh my never seen God, it. Keller! I know. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Well, it, first of all, you know, I've seen parts. Then I've never seen it all the way through. I mean, if I have, I can't remember. Well, obviously, years, I can years, do the years. lift and Hector. I hold yeah, Hector. Yeah, well, well, we're obviously, do I can do but that. also, you know, the name of the resort that they go to is Keller Mans. What Keller Mans? We come together. It's you. It's you, bro. It's you. What? It's Why haven't I seen this? I, That's also, probably where my mom probably got the name because she fucking loves Dirty Dancing. She tells it? me it's out of the phone book, but it probably came from Dirty Dancing. Dude, then you are you are blessed. Dirty Dancing is my origin story. <laughs> Dirty Dancing is the origin story of my puberty. The minute I saw that movie, I was like, boys are cool. Boys yeah, are cool. Patty boys Swayze. are. Yeah. Patrick Swayze. That's yeah. what I named my cat. My cat's name Swayze. Mm, that's perfect. Because he has beautiful blue eyes, just like Patrick. Oh. R.I.P. And whenever um, he gets too high on catnip, he's Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Um, speaking of whoa, Point Break was mm-hmm. another one I considered because Point wow. Break is just. God I think that's. Damn. Has that been added to the list? It's on. It's in here. It's on that no. one. I don't know yes. if it's on. Really? Yes. Well, you it guys are doing Point be. Break in like 2012. Wait, hold on. Yeah. I'm bad wow. at math. 2022. You know it's got to be on there. Point no, Point Break, Break is totally on here. Oh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is on here. Um, but That's crazy. I was thinking about movies. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I what remember you, seeing. What are you thinking? I remember seeing Arthur is on this movie. God, this list. This list mm-hmm. is truly incredible. Um. I don't remember. It was in here somewhere. You guys are going to get to it. Point Break is Great. awesome. Great. But ultimately, I have decided I'm going to go with a movie from this year. Oh, shit. So I may regret this choice eventually. Okay. But in this year, I've seen it three times. Okay. Ooh. And every time I see this movie, I'm like, nobody in this movie had to go this hard, but they went this hard. What? And this movie is fucking awesome. And that movie is Booksmart. Oh, I'm oh, going yes. Booksmart, yeah. dude. Booksmart is... So phenomenally funny. Olivia Wilde making a directorial debut that nobody saw coming. I was like, what? The girl from House? What's up, OC? She crushed it. Every single one of those actors, Caitlin Dever, who for me was like completely an unknown quantity, ripping my like heart out and claiming it as her own. Beanie Feldstein being like Jonah who? Everything about that movie from the soundtrack, the way it's shot. I love it. Is 
phenomenal. And I hope that if they do another 500, it would be on there. Because I, I love that. that movie. Do you think it Superbad would, is on this? It, we did. We covered it last year. Do you think it would replace Superbad or that there's room for both? I think there's room for both because okay. I think that the big mistake that movie made in marketing yeah. was they tried to make it the female Superbad. Yeah. And the truth is, is it is something totally other. Cool. Yeah. And much, much more interesting, I think. Like, Superbad mm-hmm. is awesome. Sure, sure, And sure. especially when you think about the fact that, like, Seth Rogen wrote that movie when he was in high school. I know. And... Dude. A lot of that rings true. That's phenomenal. A lot of it rings true. Also, Crazy. when we watch Superbad today, like we did last year, uh, there's a lot of it that's like, oh, it's this got is, some real issues. This is 2008. There's some real <laughs> issues in this movie. I also feel like the a female Superbad, a female Superbad was uh, Blockers. I really like blockers. Bro- blockers. I really like blockers. Yes. I bought it on Blu-ray, and I was like, "This movie should have been marketed more as mm-hmm. a female superbad instead of like John Cena's in this. He's a wacky parent." Yep. I'm like, "Well, that's all I kids. thought it was. I thought it was about the parents." I know, totally. But it's, no, it is. That's yeah, a really funny, great it. movie. No, yeah. it's really nobody saw it because you everybody it, thought right? that it was yeah, I bought it. That ridiculous whatever that nobody cared about. No, mm-hmm. I think but, the blockers is really that's a much better call. I've also heard a lot of pretty much just unanimous praise for Booksmart, which is great. Have you not seen it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh my. God. It's a real good time. Yeah. It, so for me, it lives it. much more in like the Fast Times at Ridgemont High mm, mm. vein. It like that's where it is for me. It's, it's tough like to do a good teen movie, or man. like Dazed and Confused, like in that sort yeah. of pantheon of like high school, end of high school. More like, similar to the way that high school students would actually talk. Cool. I guess. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, that's great. But I just I loved it from like the the first three minutes of that movie. You're just like, oh, I know exactly what this is, and I can't wait. Oh man. I heard, yeah, I heard everybody's super good. All the, the young actors in it are yeah. amazing. They're great. So that's awesome. That's a rad pick. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's fantastic. Is that our, how many movies, we, Parasite was added, which came out this <gasps> Parasite. year. Parasite. Parasite. Uh, oh my no, God. Parasite. Yeah, Parasite was added. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some recent ones, Attack Spider the Block. Spider-Verse got added this year. Punch Drunk Love, Drag Me to Hell. There's been some goodies. Drag Me to Hell. Perry Nemiroff added Scream. Oh, that's so perfect. Uh, Clark Wolf added The Conjuring. There's some great, yeah, some great ads. Oh, too scary. It's great scary. ads. Yeah. Too scary. <laughs> too scary. Don't make me watch it again. Oh my gosh. Um, we've got to have you back. Yeah, Please. I would love that. That was we've super fun. We got to have you back. We do a thing where we have, we try to have a, a different guest each week for a year. Yeah. Because we know so many cool and awesome people. Well, you guys are so, going to be doing this forever. So. For ten. So you got to come back in 2020. <laughs> okay. We'll show you the list. Or 2025. We'll, we'll, whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll pencil you in 2025. <laughs> well, every year until it's over. Yeah. What's that? I said every year until it's over. Every year. Yeah. Well, you got to get Maud Garrett in first, so she can have a palate cleanser. I know. What did she? She did atonement. Okay. We got to oh, right. give her. No, no, no. You're right. You did atonement. It's okay. It's but okay. It's barely but, a palate cleanser, but, is it? <laughs> Company of Man was so bad. Atonement. Got such a fucking bummer. Atonement was a bummer too. Yeah, it was a bummer. But in the company of men is a bummer in like a whole other I know. way. I know. True, it I makes you feel disgusting. I know. Let's I just say that if the list were to Fuck come you, out Neil today, but Nila Butt sucks. <laughs> Nila Butt. I I don't think in the company of men would make it, but Booksmart would. Booksmart's so good. Booksmart's so, go. so good. Booksmart yeah. would make it. Booksmart would for sure be on the list if they did it. I hope so. Yeah. Right. Look at that. Look at that. You guys this are gonna find a... Point Break in there somewhere. I believe it. I'm excited it. to yeah. see that. I haven't seen I, it in especially forever. because we're big Fast and Furious guys. <gasps> True. So oh I've, I've seen Point Break, and that's the that's oh. the DNA. Of one Fast of our one star reviews is go. someone ripping apart <laughs> Fast and the Furious because it is just Point Break. Yeah. Um, Fast and the Furious is my favorite franchise. Thank you, Sasha. Yeah. It Thank is. Thank you. My, let's do our definitive Fast and Furious oh, rankings at the bottom. With a bullet, too fast, too furious. Too fast, Obviously, too furious. everyone knows okay. that except uh, for Todd Gilchrist, who I am right fully, <laughs> fully calling out on this podcast because he wrote up a definitive ranking, and I was like, "Gilchrist, you are fired." I think he put two at number two. 
That's and I'm like, what? Or he might that have is... even put two at number one just to be like a complete troll. Oh, and that's... I'm like, Gilchrist, you're fired. Mm-hmm. No one should click on this link. No. But I love you, but you're out of your mind. There's right. my personal okay, ranking. Okay, so. Uh, you can tell me where you disagree. Hector's personal ranking goes Too Fast, Too Furious, followed by The Fast and the Furious, the followed by Fast and the Furious, <laughs> Fast and Furious, number fourth, four. Thank you. Then Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Then we have The Fate of the Furious, also number eight. Furious Seven, Furious Six, Fast Five. So <laughs> it's a pretty good, this is a pretty good ranking. Thank you. Um, Take that, Todd Gilchrist. Big time. So for me, I would swap six and seven. For me, I think number one is Fast Five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then for me, for an agreement. That's fine. For me, Number two is The Fast and the Furious because without original. that original film, I hear it. You don't have I get it. the beauty that will follow. We'll never know who's sandwich crazy without that first one. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh God, I love that movie so much. Then I'm in your face. <laughs> <laughs> but also without two, we would never be hungry. That's true. Hungry. Uh, <laughs> Roman Pierce, you son of a gun. Don't even start because he thinks that he is the star of that franchise. Mm-hmm. He's gonna. Mm-hmm. Tyrese is going to listen to this mm-hmm. and he's going to come. Yeah, like, he's googled his me, name already. Let me come and watch this with you guys. Come, come, on, come over. On. Come over. Let's have him come over and watch Black so and Blue. I, oh. I got a I got a thing that said like Tyrese hasn't been this good since Baby Boy and I was like oh here we go <laughs> poor so Buster <laughs> mine goes five one seven six mm-hmm. four that's fair three okay love it Hobbs love it two where's eight oh shite squeeze it in there mm, where's eight eight is above three above, below three above Hobbs. Above hops, but, above, below three. but below okay. three. But I below three. Below Tokyo. Love, I love the love for Tokyo Drift. I love it. Yeah, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. What? <laughs> Just kidding. What he, is there? Here's, here's the thing. Uh, Keller is from Texas. Oh. Keller hates Lucas Black. Lucas Black he's, is the best. No, he's. Mm-mm. What's up, Sling Blade? Yeah, it's Come not. Come on. <laughs> Keller, do, do, your, do your Lucas Can't Black do impression. It. Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, I'm supposed I'm to on, be. I'm, wait. <laughs> That's crazy. Y'all can drift? <laughs> That's nuts. We just seen go in circles in this parking garage. That's awesome. We don't ever do this back in Texas. We ride around on horses and pigs. <laughs> he makes a compelling argument, Keller. We're drifting in Tokyo. My dad doesn't love me. I'm 45 years old. <laughs> oh, my God. I think Keller just got me pregnant again. <laughs> That's a first on this podcast, Keller. You just got somebody pregnant. You got our guest pregnant. What are you talking about? We've been so many people pregnant on this That's podcast. True. So oh Keller's God. whole argument oh, is like, so he's so <laughs> ridiculous. As much as we all love Han at this table, and Han is oh, okay. all in Tokyo justice Drift. For Hashtag justice, justice for Han. Hashtag, Hashtag justice for Han. Justice for Han. So, okay, if anybody has seen Hobbs and Shaw. Is that yeah. why Hobbs and Shaw is so low? I want the voice. Have you seen Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, absolutely. Oh, of course. We've seen to I be want, Han. I want the voice to be Han. <gasps> That's what no. I want, too. That's what I want. Okay, counterpoint, counterpoint. Please. Keller, remember who you well, what people you, are what saying you saw? it's Keanu. They're trying to get Keanu. Okay, so Point Break himself so getting that DNA. I want him in. Injecting I want that DNA. It's Keanu. Just kidding. I don't franchise. want it to be Keanu. I want it to be John Wick. <laughs> oh, that would be dope. So it, I I don't know about that rumor. Mm-hmm. I love that rumor mm-hmm. to the point that like I flew to Canada to see Keanu and Hamlet when I was a wow. kid. Was that amazing? Because it was it was I mean, life-changing. And then I met him and he signed a picture that I had of his naked butt that's still 
lives. Oh it used to be in my office. Was now he blushing a, when he signed it? He was pretty cool about it. It was from an Italian magazine, so I think maybe okay. he thought I was Italian. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to go see his band Dogstar play shows. Wow. Like, I am a number one so Keanu stan. So Keanu, but Keanu you is still the want voice. it to be Han. Well, I didn't know about the Keanu Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your favorite Keanu movie? Of all time? Toy Story 4. Because um, you put Point Break in your well, top movies. So, Point Break, truly, I think my favorite Keanu movie of all time yeah. is Speed. Oh, we watch great. See you tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like see you tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, Bill and Ted is the bomb. He's so, that, I still think that's his best performance. See you tomorrow. Oh. Bill and Ted. No, oh, Bill and Ted. John no. Wick is fucking awesome. He's amazing yeah. in yeah, those he's movies. John Wick, and like, he's just like a physical powerhouse. Like he can do all of that shit. So and good. I love him in the Matrix. I think his I Neo love, is wonderful. Yeah. But the second two Matrix movies mm. are, mm, yeah. And it just true. like it goes like this, which each movie them. it's like a it's a slow drift into the yeah. it's a Tokyo drift right into the shithole. Wait a second, Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> we going to get to Zion. We going to Zion. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, it's a bug. <laughs> it's in my belly. You got to get it out of my belly. Get this bug in my that belly. Thing, that thing's real. Hey, oh, no, if I die in the Matrix, I'm really <laughs> dead. <laughs> Hey, Morpheus, guess what? What? I know Kung Fu. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. You want to fight? <sighs> Do you think that's air you're breathing? Now I'm doing other lines. I got to go talk to the Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> the face you do when you do this voice. It's the lips. It's, it's, a, it's like half sling blade, half <laughs> No, wait. That's crazy. I'm going down there. I will guess I'm going with the agents. <laughs> Morpheus. God, oh, man. God. Southern well, Matrix. How you know my name's Mr. Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> Keanu as the voice is a very, very interesting thing. Mm. If it's not Keanu, I want, want it to be Han. Because don't you want that? Because yes. my issue with Han, Hobbs and Shaw, was that they took everything about the franchise and sort of like threw it in fans' faces. Like it, yes. it wasn't really a, a Fast and Furious movie. Correct. And I was a little bit frustrated by that until they like busted out NOS and then it just felt like really like mm-hmm. fan service mm-hmm. as opposed well, to actually. That was so weird. It mm-hmm. was bizarre the whole thing was Here, bizarre here's what i want if it's I not enjoyed it thoroughly if it, whether it's keanu okay i i think i'd rather it be keanu or somebody other than han and let me tell you why i, I would han love i would love han to to be an element of the next movie with jason statham whether mm-hmm. it's hobbs and shaw or whatever to where there is actually justice for han to where something happens somebody brings it up the rock something happens to where that character deckard shaw has to actually contend with that and then he has to prove himself in a heroic way more so than what they've set up in the previous movies yes he saved dominic toretto's baby out of that plane which was hilarious that was the best it was the, the best was hilarious. but does that make up for the fact that he killed one of the familia and then he was asked to come and have a that's beer that's why I have right. to believe that he didn't actually kill Han mm. that's that was my problem with Hobbs and Shaw I was sure. like wait you've taken all of the mythology mm-hmm. and thrown it away so that's why I have to believe he didn't actually kill him okay and that's how he could be the voice or something else because otherwise yeah you've killed whatever you've set up and there is no reason for him to actually be ingratiated into the group. It's just to be like Dom being like, you've actually been helping him hide. Yeah. 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 That would be be awesome. And then they can explain like he's he's hiding with Paul Walker. Oh, no, don't do that. You can't can't do that. that. We can't bring back seven. They said, said, yeah. Nobody, I I remember I took, do you know um, Juwan? 
who used to be at Screen Junkies. He was awesome. He's now in New York, but I took him as my plus one to that screening, and he said yeah. he had never seen so many grown men weeping at urinals. That's amazing. That's amazing. Weeping into urinals. That's yeah. what I did. That's Just right. The tears were flowing. It's called crying on your dick. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you're bro mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. I'm crying on my dick, dude. Dude, fall on. pee, but I'm crying on my dick. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, Seven's great. I, I know a little behind the scenes info for Seven. I have a a, a friend who worked in. Oh, um, dude, sure, you Seven had me crying on my dick. Works, he, Can you please say that as Lucas yeah. Black? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Furious Seven had me crying on my dick. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Well, we got to call it there. It's not going to get any better than that. It's not getting better than that. But um, wait, I want to know your behind the scenes. My behind goss. the scenes thing is, is I have a buddy who who works at a at a post production house and said that like. There was a version of the end of Furious 7 where Dominic Toretto introduces his baby to the group. And there's a version where Vin Diesel says, I want you to meet my baby son, Paul. And people were like, Vin, you can't do that. So they, so they named the baby Brian. But he apparently did like one or two takes of Brian versus like 18 takes of Paul. Like just full on breaking the fourth wall and being like, I named my baby after my actor friend. And then he started winking and singing Rihanna. Yeah. It's just, (laughs) it's just, so like, I got to watch that video. Cooler heads prevailed and they were like, you have to name the baby Brian. Then you can't just it, it talking about not making logical oh sense for that being an emotional moment. Can you imagine if he hadn't if that was the character's decision to be like he's Paul? He's my Walker. baby. We're yeah, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> Paul Walker Toretto. Paul W. Walker. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so yeah, that's so bad. But the baby's name classic is Brian. Diesel move, though. Honestly, yeah, it is. That's oh my, my that's one of my favorite lines to quote from the Fast and Furious franchise. Is just Vin Diesel going Brian, <laughs> like reaching for him. Lady! <laughs> just that like meaty hand hook that's like like they're supposed to jump from a car or something i love it so much it's so great i love a universe in which you know physics just has no bearing mm-hmm. nothing at all Mm-mm. one new skyscraper let's jump out of another <laughs> skyscraper oh that's the best you kidding so me and then no 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 stupid then we're not gonna go out of that one we're gonna go out of one more <laughs> yeah exactly yep. three this has been a great episode of this podcast we mentioned shrek we mentioned oh. Fast and Furious. We hit the hits. We pretty much hit all the hits. Mm-hmm. Sasha, it. thank you from the bottom of our hearts yes, for being thank here. You. Yes. Thank so you much. for having so me. This was fun. so much fun. So yeah. much fun. Uh, where can people follow your work and is there anything that you'd like to point them to? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Sasha Pearl Raver. Mm-hmm. I host FX Movie Download every Friday at 8 o'clock. And uh, what can you point to? I mean, I'm hoping that like in a year there's something I can announce yes. and you can go and do that. But oh, for excellent. right now. Did your dad get back to you? He didn't. I checked. Oh. That son oh. of a bitch. I'll tweet when he tells me what he said. <laughs> okay. And we can like put it in the show notes or something. You got it. You yeah. got it. Well, we'll tag you. This episode will be out in about a week, week and a half, something yeah. like that. Awesome. Um, and uh, uh, Keller, what movie are we watching next week and who's our guest? You know be? what we're watching I next week. Watching I don't know week. who the guest is, though. I know. What you movie do? are we watching? Do you know? Iron Man. That's right. Doom. We're watching the, the only Marvel Cinematic Universe movie on this movie list. On Remember, the list. this was 2008. Oh, 2008. So it's going to be a solid four hour episode because yeah. Hector's covering be like, everything. Well, in the comic book. We've got to talk about Thor the Dark World. No, I'll keep it to a minimum. <laughs> I'll keep it to a minimum. Uh, it'll basically just be Iron Man and that whole legacy, which is insane because Hollywood has changed because of that movie. Like that one movie literally changed everything, everything. which is insane. And our guest is going to be the wonderful. Mark David Christensen. Oh, hell yeah. And, nice. and he is a huge nice. MCU fan. It's going to be great. He was here. We watched The Fountain with him last year. Aronofsky's oh, yeah. The Fountain. I love that movie. That was a great combo. Um, so Were that's going to be awesome. Were you sober for that one? I was. What? Should I have not been? 
I I feel only, like it helps to not be. I feel mm. like that movie is one of those that has only been experienced <laughs> through extreme. That's got to be every Aronofsky movie, mm-hmm. probably. Ugh, mm-hmm. Don't do it with this Mother. Is, don't do it with Pie. Really? A headache. Oh, pie. Yeah. Mm, pie. <laughs> I haven't seen Mother yet. Mm, oh, I'm on I Whole Thirty. Hated I can't. Mother. You hated Mother. Yeah. Okay. I hated Mother with a mm. screaming passion. Okay. Mm. I haven't seen it. It's yeah. garbage. Oh, I that's said too bad. it. I that said it sad. on a podcast. Now it's been said. That's fine. It's official. I think my favorite of his might be The Fountain. Uh, I think The Wrestler's good, but I don't necessarily want to see it again because it's rough. All Requiem of his movies are like dream rough. Is good. I, it's oh, good. that's really rough, too. Noah know like, is crazy. I feel like it's Black Swan. Oh, I yeah, seen I haven't Black seen Swan. that yet. I need to watch oh, that. Wow, that's but I have I heard that's his that. masterpiece. Yeah. 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 Black yeah. Swan, for me, it's Black Swan and Raccoon for a Dream, but Raccoon for a Dream is so upsetting that I don't think you can yeah. watch it more than once. I, I first thought you said Raccoon for a Dream, and <laughs> I want that movie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Just rock it. A rocket raccoon, but he's what's a your, junkie. What's your dream? I have a raccoon for a dream. <laughs> Every That's night it. I dream of a raccoon. That's so, actually, Aronofsky's going to hear this podcast and go make like, that movie, and it's cool. going to be bad Probably. shit. Yeah. It is. And it's awesome. about feral raccoon. So go watch Iron Man. It is available to rent on various devices and streaming platforms like Amazon Heck, Prime yeah, and stuff movie, like right? that. I got it on Blu-ray. It's got three fucking copies of I it. I got, I have two. VHS? Just two. Betamax? No, two different Blu-rays. Oh, okay. Regular Blu-ray and then the box set Blu-ray that came with all the other Marvel movies. Uh, So go watch Iron Man the first, and we will see you guys next week with Mark David Christensen. Huge thanks again to Sasha Prorader for being our guest. Thank you for having me. So, so good. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 (laughs) Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. (laughs) I'm going to drift on out of here. (laughs)